0: Hey Luke, unfortunately this week's episode of Mom Can't Cook isn't about Brink. I'm so sorry, listener. If only there were some way that you could have Brink in your life more often. Keep the soul
1: skating
0: dream alive week on week. Well, you can, thanks to some exciting new Mom Can't Cook merch. Hooray! Now Luke, when you woke up this morning, did you say to yourself, today I'm going to talk, or today I'm going to buy a t-shirt, which references the scene in brink where he says are you when you woke up this morning did you say to
1: yourself today i'm going to talk or today i'm going to skate uh i I did that one (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We have a cool new t-shirt, a cool soul skater inspired t-shirt. It says, today I'm going to, and there are tick boxes for talk and skate. (laughs) And you know that skate is ticked. You know which one is ticked. But if you want, you can take a marker pen and tick the other one as well. But people will expect you to be talking and skating at the same time all through the rest of that day. We also have another piece of Great Brink merch, which is just for me. I'm going to buy one and I don't imagine anyone else will, but um, it really matters nothing to me if you buy this one. It's just for me, but it will be on the store remember when luke said he wanted an rca cable t-shirt like geordie wears Yep.
0: well it turns out we can't just copy other people's designs that's illegal but we can have a, u- a new unique mom can't cook version of a design so yeah. it's got some rca cables spelling out the words mom can't cook it's a real treat for fans of geordie
1: Yep, exactly,
0: exactly. so i will be wearing <laughs> it you want to show your love i will be wearing
1: geordie it i'll be wearing it to disney bound geordie my favorite uh brink character um, yeah. I imagine that will only ever have one sale ever and it will be me. But, you and know, l- look, you. here's what I'll say. I can't stop you buying it. So uh, please do
0: check those out over on momcantcookstore.com, and enjoy this episode, even though it's not about Brink. I'm a fish boy who skates for Team X Blades with a leprechaun who plays basketball. Come to my smart house. Meet my alien sister, don't come hungry. Cause I'll bet my mom can't cook Hi everyone and welcome back to Mom Can't Cook, a DCOM podcast that is still going despite the fact that we have now done Brink. I'm as surprised as anyone. I'm Andy and I'm one of your hosts.
1: Oh, did you want me on this one as well? Are you not joining in? Well, we've done Brink. Um... I sort of do Brink again if you want.
0: Um, we open on Andy Brink Brinkerson. Oh now you're talking. Yes. Brinker. I mean, here he we go. <laughs> <laughs> How
1: could you? Every week from now on, it's Brink. <laughs> um no, we, we can't do that because we're going to need at least four podcasts to figure out genius the film we're going to start talking about today i'm luke westaway the other host hello today we're talking about genius it is an absolutely hat stand disney channel original movie andy what are the vital stats on this one
0: genius is a 1999 disney channel original movie directed by rod daniel and starring trevor morgan and emmy rossom and it is sort of about a genius kid and also kind of
1: stealthily about ice hockey. And it gets to the core of what it means to, to be cool. To be a bad boy. To be a bad boy. Um, This film... Okay, in, in all seriousness, this film is about 100 absolutely wild, inexplicable scenes one after another <laughs> that, with, with almost no through line or connective <laughs> tissue. It's... it's- <laughs> It's like the WarioWare of DCOM. Yes! It's oh like... my god, that's a perfect uh, analogy. It's like there's a randomizer. It's like decom scene <laughs> randomizer and someone presses it and then the scene plays out and at the end of the scene it's randomized again. Before we kick off, let's just hear how Disney
0: tried to sell this to its audience back in
1: 1999. Tuesday on Disney. When it comes to science, there's no problem 13-year-old Charlie Boyle can't solve. You're a physics genius. But there are certain other things even a genius can't figure out. And for that... Charlie's about to discover a whole new side to himself. Who's Chad? He's the bomb. It's an experiment so big to pull it off, it's going to take a genius. It's a Disney Channel original movie, Genius. Tuesday at 7, 6 central, followed by Quince, only on Disney. So Disney thought that you would hear that and go so far as to mark your calendar, I suppose. Yeah, you'd rush
0: home early from basketball practice uh, crack open a sunny d
1: (laughs) screw you coach i'm going home to watch genius (laughs) you can't class this as a sports decon because I i would call this a high school drama if i had to classify it as something i think the core of the film is the identity swapping mrs Doubtfire style that the protagonist does between his nerdy uh, self and his bad, bad boy his, his bad ego. boy alter ego yeah. so we're introduced to
0: the main character of of genius who is young charlie boyle the titular genius he's playing ice hockey on his own in his school uniform yeah uh he's been we're, we're told that he is a scientist because he tells his dad he's been working on a technique that maximizes puck velocity by calculating the exact rate of forward momentum
2: nice shot Thanks. I've been working on a technique that maximizes puck velocity by calculating the exact
1: rate of forward momentum required an impact
2: too. English.
0: I know enough about science to know that that
1: doesn't mean anything. <laughs> the exact rate of forward momentum. If only yeah. we could figure out the exact rate of forward momentum.
0: What that, how does that help with anything? I can calculate how fast a ball is going.
1: It doesn't mean I can make it go faster. Finally. No. Well, no, Andy, because we only know roughly forward momentum. If we could, if we could put our finger on it exactly and end this guesswork well okay so
0: it seems it seems his dad is some sort
1: of ice hockey man he's in charge of the rink his dad owns an ice hockey rink charlie loves hockey and is a genius we know how much they are both passionate about ice hockey because his dad finds charlie's rollerblades and says that regular skates are bad for his business
0: oh that's right yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay
1: yeah (laughs) and is is, i would say unreasonably upset
0: Um, He uh, he asked Charlie to clean the ice for him using the Zamboni because his back is bad, apparently, which means that he can't clean the ice himself. But Charlie, being a genius, has instead built something to do the job for him, which is a a box that apparently emits a positive magnetic charge along the ice, which will briefly transform electrons to positrons and temporarily rupture the covalent (laughs) bonds between molecules and science... (laughs) And then the ice is clean.
1: God love you for writing that down. He's making a note. Whenever the science started happening in this film, I just let it sort of wash over me. <laughs> you just sort of went went limp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which was actually my technique in school for real yeah. science and maths. It works
0: with bears and also
1: yeah science. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, but he, so he presses the button on this box, an ominous tone sort of comes out of it. Yeah. Followed by like a like a green AOE attack from World of Warcraft. <laughs>
1: And then the ice is clean. Um, it is the first of a great many Charlie inventions that one day will be purchased by the military. Well, I was going to say, is this is this the point at which uh,
0: Charlie dies? <laughs> the box emits this
1: glowing green light. Him and his dad are vaporized. <laughs> immediately atomized. But not so immediately that Charlie can't briefly with his enormous brain. Imagine a fun adventure Imagine what would have happened next If he hadn't have accidentally ended the life of himself His father and presumably his entire hometown (laughs) It's just a huge smoking crater now It's just Centralia (laughs) Yes, okay, there we go Tick, we did it So um, Charlie is off to play street hockey With some other kids He says to his dad I have a feeling they're finally going to let me play today Which Mm -hmm. is pretty depressing yeah. Uh, indicates that there have been a great many street hockey sessions that Charlie has attended and not been allowed to play. And indeed, when he gets there, it's clear that none of the other kids want him on their team because he is, just to look at him, a stinking, conking great nerd.
0: Yeah, but he has brought with him a science puck that he invented made out of
1: graphite uh, polymer. It sort of floats um, when you hit it it seems to go like exponentially quick. The military will snap this up soon. Um, <laughs> it's it's clear they sort of play with this puck. It's clearly capable of scything through the shin bones of a boy. We don't see that happen, but we have to assume it does. We have to assume it does, or that it sort of ricochets through Charlie's own brain, destroying yeah. it quickly, but not so quickly so you can't imagine <laughs> a wacky
0: adventure, a wacky adventure. So yeah, um, but yeah, they let it. They let him play so they can play with this puck, um, and then Charlie being handed this golden opportunity, instead uses it to talk about more inventions he wants to do and yes. then going on and f-ing on about some guy <laughs> called Dr. Crick- Crickstein yeah. who is his science hero. And he's like, hey, boy who's trying to play hockey, have you ever heard of Dr. Crickstein? Yeah. He's doing all this science. Perhaps you know of his research. Dr. Crickstein's the name. And then the boy is like, actually, why don't you not play hockey with us?
1: We hate you. Charlie is sent to go sit on a bench next to a girl. And he tries to talk to the girl, but immediately ruins that as well in exactly the same way by By going on
0: and on about Dr. Crickstar. (laughs)
1: It's Sergei Fedorov and Particle Wave Conflict. (laughs) And then, then, the movie has the audacity
0: to play some sad piano music, like this is sad and not entirely Charlie's own making. (laughs)
1: Mm. When will Charlie find love?
0: When he stops talking to people about Dr. Crickstein. He's
1: a genius, but he's lonely. Why won't the world listen to his Because it's boring. He goes on and on about particle weight. People are trying to play hockey. So he goes back home. Um, His dad comes in to give him uh, a, a pep talk and to break the incredible news that despite being only... Seven years old. <laughs> he's, he looks how, seven. How old is he supposed to be? Do we think He's supposed well, to be 13. 13. I think. Let's say 13 because yeah. it's by default, DCOMs seem to be. It's, de- it's the default mean. DCOM age, yeah. yeah. Uh, despite only being five, he's been granted <laughs> scholarships to Harvard, Princeton, MIT, and Caltech. But he would rather go.
0: Instead, to the wildcard fourth option, the Northern <laughs> University of Wisconsin. Mm, why, um, Andy? <laughs> well, because it's where <laughs> Dr. Friggin' Crickstein is.
2: All expenses paid. I just have to teach a few classes. Charlie, every one of these is all expenses paid. The truth is, is there's this guy at Northern, Dr. Crickstein.
1: Crickstein. Isn't that the guy you've been reading about?
2: Right. He's this close to discovering the graviton. Do you know what this means?
1: <laughs> He's this close to discovering the gra- the graviton. Yes, says Charlie. Uh, the dad at this point is kind of dancing around the room in um in an odd way. I've just got written down that I would be dancing too if this kid was about to be out the house on a full college ride. <laughs> yeah, right. You do not have mean, to hear about Dr. Yeah, anymore. He's only had to raise him to age 13 and he's already out the house on a full scholarship. It's, it's brilliant. The, the dream scenario. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> dad mentions, importantly, we have to say this, Dad mentions that maybe Charlie could come up with an invention that may, means that her, that Mother's souffle won't fall.
2: Think of a world where bridges won't collapse. Your planes won't crash.
1: A world where your mother's
2: souffle won't fall. I heard
0: that. The mum can't cook. Um, She says, hey, I heard that. And that is the entirety of the mother's performance in this film.
1: Yeah, she is not seen. She gets that line. That's it. So Charlie's explaining to his dad why he's so excited to go to the Northern University of Wisconsin. He mentions that Krikstein has a completely state-of-the-art lab that uses ice from the hockey rink of the Mm -hmm. university to cool it which Charlie is extremely impressed by. Mm -hmm. I mean, presumably Harvard and MIT must simply hobble along using coolant to (laughs) cool their (laughs) devices.
0: (laughs) With their enormous endowments, they can (laughs) can simply purchase
1: purchase coolant coolant. for the purpose. (laughs) But no, at Northern University of Wisconsin, they have to be doing science under a hockey rink or presumably yeah. it will all explode so
0: live yeah. in a dungeon under the under the hockey rink yeah, yeah. but the, da- the dad's pretty good actually i will say because yeah. he's very excited for his son yeah. and then his even though his son wants to go to this rinky dink university and he could be going to harvard or princeton or mit he's like son if you're sure about this then i'm sure too and yeah. he throws the others in the bin
1: <laughs> son if you're sure you will be out the house
0: for good <laughs> son i don't <laughs> ki- i don't care which of these universities you go to dancing out the room as long as they're too far away for me
1: to drive to and pick you up <laughs> so then the harvard letter is thrown in the bin with a and it, there's a kind of cgi shot from the bottom of the bin of the harvard letter landing in the bin it's all cgi and it kind of lands with a big kind of doomy yeah. p like doom in a very sort of foreshadowy way the language of cinema is telling us that someone is going to die because this has happened yeah
0: it's gonna this harvard letter will be important later
1: yeah fatal ramifications is the is is the implication of of the of this scene
0: i was going to say we never see the letter again we do see it again but it's just a sort of repeat of this scene yeah in flashback so we, we actually do never there are no ramifications
1: there are no ramifications it's not clear but it's very odd um and
0: just before the scene ends Charlie says um oh dad by the way I've used nanotechnology to give this hockey stick superpower and speed now I'm going to hit this puck towards the window using it and which he does and then it smashes through the window
1: <laughs> looking at it it's kind of you're, you're sort of left to imagine that the puck just keeps going yeah um is it trapped in earth's gravity and just sort of <laughs> pings around the globe yeah well it's or in, it yeah, it's in sort of we don't know
0: it's gone into space I think is yeah the, the
1: it's image. gone into space yeah, and it's yeah. killed an alien Yeah,
0: (laughs) brought down a satellite. (laughs) So Charlie turns up at college. He's walking around unsupervised. Um, His dad presumably (laughs) pushed him out of a moving car.
1: (laughs) Briefly opened Wasn't like, I'll help
0: help you with your bag, son. I'll help you get settled in. I'll, you know, make sure everything's right. No, the dad's not there. Mom's in the back. They're off to
1: the airport. They're
0: going on a long vacation. (laughs) Uh, He goes to see the hockey rink. Um, The coach is uh, giving a pep talk to the team, the Northern Lights. They got a good shot this year if they can beat their rivals uh, who are called Rumson. Yes. And they do a move called the Rumson rack where they physically injure your best player. The lights in the hockey rink arena they're they're sort of dimming and losing power and it's because of the lab underneath. Yeah. Uh, everyone on the hockey team hates uh, old old man Crickstein. Yeah. Um and he was going to be fired but apparently he's managed to keep his job because Charlie has been brought on board. So now they hate Charlie too by proxy. Yep. And Charlie's like, "Uh-oh, hope they don't find out that it's me." And then the dean comes over and reveals that it's Charlie.
2: Charlie Boyle! <laughs> I'm Dean Wallace. Welcome. We're expecting great things from that brain of yours, son. Hmm? Nah, everyone's so excited to have you here at Northern. Well, not everyone. I think they hate me. What, that bunch of losers? Who cares about them,
1: huh? The Dean is a bizarre character. Um, I. Oh my God, I was going to say
0: how bizarre the Dean is. Yes. He's like a alien shapeshifter who (laughs)
1: has shapeshifted into a dean yes yes and is sort of trying to trying to figure out what a dean is (laughs) trying to fit in as humans yeah so charlie says oh i i think i think all the team hates me and the dean says of his own university's hockey team what that bunch of losers yeah right in front of them (laughs) yeah right in front of them
0: yeah and then he's like i have major dean stuff to do i am the dean yes
1: (laughs) anyway (laughs) back back to deaning around so he takes charlie uh, sort of you know boots charlie charlie into the lab um we should say as well part of the terms of charlie going to northern university is that he has to teach some classes now yes let's just let that sink in mm-hmm. charlie who's going on the full scholarship age 13 as part of the terms he must teach some of the college classes harvard yeah. probably wasn't demanding this <laughs> but harvard didn't have old man <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: who uh, we haven't met yet and i assume is a magnificent figure
1: yes but unfortunately oh no we've met we're now meeting professor Crickstein oh. in his lab how would yeah. you describe the lab andy uh it looks like a sort of um boiler room
0: yes uh, yes. it's very sort of, uh, sparse and rundown. It has a particle accelerator right in the middle of the room. Yes. Um, with no sort of radiation shielding <laughs> or anything
1: around it. But um, that's okay because it looks a lot like it's made out of Pringles tubes <laughs> that have been sort of crudely taped together. So I think, you know, I think everyone is broadly safe. I don't think, I think really it's just a bunch of flashing lights.
0: Well, I mean, it is an actual, you know, it's a proper atom smasher, a, a linear particle accelerator. Sure. Um, which does emit radiation. Oh when right! You're running
1: it. Oh okay, okay. So... Well, in that case, there are several points in this film where everyone dies. If <laughs> not immediately, they have their death warrant signed by yeah enormous well, doses the... of radiation. The idea is that the ice rink above it should be cooling this
0: particle accelerator. Yeah, but the the only way that that would work is if it if the ice rink was. Oh, yeah. Like a heat sink. And if so, if he melted the ice rink
1: every day. Yeah, well, that's that's exactly what would happen, right? It would melt yeah. the ice rink in one second and then the ice rink is gone. And then the particle accelerator overheats and kills everyone. <laughs> it overheats and everyone dies in the summer season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
0: anyway, okay. that's uh, that bothered me. Anyway, Charlie is a yeah. bit disappointed. Um, he has a flashback to his dad dropping the letter in the bin. Weirdly, it's a different take of the scene. Yes, um, it's a slightly different take, which I don't know. We do meet Professor Crickstein here. Yes, and he's a sort of um, single-minded scatterbrained scientist who's yeah. just very excited to have Charlie there because it means he's got someone else to help him with his... He's so focused on finding the graviton, the sort of the gravitational particle that has been theorised to exist. So he's very thrilled to have Charlie there. Charlie is less thrilled.
1: Charlie Boyle! I am so excited to see you. Welcome,
0: my friend. Come with me. got a lot to show you, buddy. This is the particle accelerator huh? what do you think she looks kind of old well it is kind of old but it's not about looks it's what's
1: under the hood that counts he's a wacky scientist but it must be said probably less wacky than you're imagining so yeah. like although this actor uh, yes. this actor is yes. the voice
0: of roger rabbit apparently what yeah, the actor Charles Fleischer, who plays Dr. Crickstein. He's the voice of Roger Rabbit. He's the voice of Roger oh, Rabbit, yeah. He,
1: I, so I, I did my kind of, you know, due diligence as anyone in this famous later. And um, he he was he's in Zodiac, the film about the okay, Zodiac sure. killer.
0: Yeah, I, I'd say he's
1: probably best known as the voice of Roger Rabbit from Who Framed well, Roger. Well, there you go. Rabbit. Now it's time for Charlie to continue his tour. He's now going to his dorm. Because, believe it or not, no one at any point in the admissions process put their hand up and said (laughs) sure of course we can admit a 13 year old to our university if he's in if he's a true genius we would be lucky to have him Mm -hmm. but he probably shouldn't be you know, messing in with dorm mates who are... Rooming with adult students. (laughs) Rooming in with, like, adult sort of frat boys. (laughs) I'll be honest, it's made more confusing by the fact that all of the, like, adult college frat boy roommates look like they're about 35 years old.
0: (laughs) That's the exact age I've got written down. (laughs) 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 He walks in... (laughs) 75 is it, yeah. He walks into his room, which has got a sort of printed out bit of paper that says the lair above it and he's like oh cool yeah and then he's there's uh the captain of the hockey team uh mike is there yeah and uh he's like oh no i've got a room in with this 13 year old and then his friend is like the lair just became the diaper den and he leaves and i was like the i mean the main guy mike is he looks 35 years old yes and the kid who is supposed to be 13 looks about eight so it really is a (laughs) Pretty <laughs> significant looking age yet But there is absolutely no way they would have a 13 year old Room with an adult man No, and, and to be fair, again
1: You know, sad piano Poor Charlie, he's having a lonely <laughs> time But this is going to be a much longer More difficult year for the other kids Like, yeah. look you're paying. They're they're not getting a free ride. They're paying just like everyone else, taking on their student loans, going to college, yeah. trying to have the full experience. But hey, put a stop to the beer pong and the keg stands, fellas, because a thirteen year old has just moved <laughs> in with you, and will I assume be I don't know yeah. crying, getting up in the night with and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and st- playing Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna need the. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna hey. need the living room for my Beyblades between the hours of three. <laughs> if, and five. if there's a necktie on the doorknob, it means I'm playing Beyblades. <laughs> it fine. It's I'm customising my Beyblades. <laughs> do not come in, no matter what you hear. Do not open the door. Hey, if the rooms are rocking, it yep. means I've just fired off a cool Beyblade. <laughs> so Don't come in. <laughs> if there's a tie on the doorknob, it means I'm letting it rip. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Beyblade. Uh, right. So Charlie has to teach physics classes, which yeah, is... To all the adult students. Yeah. Including Mike, his 35 year old hockey <laughs> captain roommate. Yeah. In a genuinely anxious scene, Charlie tries <laughs> to do this. And he, so like he goes up, it's dead silence. He goes up to them, you know, like the, everyone is staring daggers at this. Thir- and and to be fair, child. to be fair. It's expensive to go to college. Imagine yes. you've paid all the money, and then you are there in the class, in the lecture. It's expensive, and in walks a 13-year-old boy and says, "I'm the new prof, also your roommate." Yeah. The, the dean says it's fine. This university <laughs> is good. <laughs> so, so Charlie sort of walks up to the blackboard and starts writing his name, and then. Hello,
2: I'm Charlie, and I'll be teaching this class
1: something with an e- enormous terrifying noise just smashes into the blackboard I don't know what I, it actually is
0: I couldn't figure out what it is it's something extremely wet yes and big
1: <laughs> I, first you know I like thought, a yeah like, like, like
0: a th- spitball where you wad up paper yes. and you spit it through a straw it's like that but about the size of a soccer ball
1: <laughs> yes yeah so I wrote, I wrote down snowball but it, it's clearly too big and and yeah. doesn't sort and it of, sticks to the yeah it sticks to the board um I think it's a dead seagull <laughs> yeah like and not that recently dead it's yeah it's quite a lot of black in there it's like white and black yeah yeah it's 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 white and wet and about the size and weight of a soccer ball i think probably you would get what
0: you would get that if you took an entire like sunday edition of the newspaper dunked it in a bucket of water yes for like 30
1: minutes and then threw it to the blackboard but, but so. you would have a real hard time getting it to travel at that velocity i think
0: well he's a top sportsman though of course yeah he maybe brought, he yeah. hit it with a hockey stick
1: yeah <laughs> in any he case, gave it the old slap shot <laughs> in any case this is bizarre and mike did it mike <laughs> yes. is the the hockey captain and charlie's roommate mike did it He's set on intimidating and bullying this 13-year-old who's trying to teach him physics. He announces
0: that he'll be disrupting his class for the rest of the semester, and the rest of the class is like, brilliant.
2: Hello, I'm Mike, and I'll be disrupting
1: it. (laughs) Despite paying, you know, $30,000. Yeah, I'm glad that both a 13-year-old is teaching me physics at university, (laughs) and Mike is here to make sure that can't (laughs) happen. (laughs) <laughs> this is all good to good me. i getting my tuition's
0: worth, yeah. So Charlie's um,
1: Charlie's had a real rough introduction to college yeah. life. Uh, there's a raging kegger uh, going on. Well, he slinks
0: back to his room and Mike has moved out. And like the sad music starts playing again. It's not, No, it's not sad. It's, it's
1: probably <laughs> how it should have been in the first place. Charlie doesn't have an adult man roommate. This film doesn't really have a villain, but it's clear if you think about it that it's Dean Wallace, the alien impersonating <laughs> a Dean. Because... He is running this university in an absolutely wild way. Yeah, it's um,
0: it's a, maybe like a sort of Bob from Twin Peaks kind of <gasps> scenario that yes. he's sort of possessed by some sort of impish spirit of chaos. <laughs> but um, yeah, like you say, there's a raging kegger going on outside. Yeah. Um, uh, Charlie sort of looks at it out of the window like a Victorian ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the piano's like...
2: Do, 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 do. Charlie's having a sad college... <laughs>
1: Wait, well, he can't go down and join the raging kegger because he's 13. He, can't, he legally can't go down and join them, yeah. He cannot go down and join them. He should not go down and join them. If his the sad to... music is like, oh, if only Charlie were popular enough. It... He shouldn't be at a raging kegger. Yeah, Regardless, no... he's 13. There's no situation where like a sort of dead cool Fonzie 13-year-old cycles <laughs> up to the keg stand and is like, hey, pass me a brewski. <laughs> Give me one of those blue ribbons. Oh, yeah, toss, nice. Toss me a PBR.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he absolutely should not be in any of these situations at the age
1: of 13. However and we are let's see we've been recording for 27 minutes the film is about to begin <laughs> so Charlie goes to Professor Crickstein yeah. and, and says tells that... him about the raging kegger yeah. and
0: Crickstein is like sounds fun why didn't you join in because he's 13 <laughs> Cricko you idiot
1: wait you're 13 why <laughs> Well, Why are at you, university, you can't be here at all. Oh, my God. You're not rooming with an adult man, are you? <laughs> oh, my God. I should talk to the dean about this. My God. I walked in on the dean and he was a big green blob. <laughs> he moments- <laughs> walked in on the dean and he was smashing his face into a mirror. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Crickstein tells him a good scientist doesn't repeat the same experiment over and over, by which he means all your life you've been uncool Maybe it's time to start doing things differently. Um yeah, he says a good scientist doesn't repeat
0: the same experiment over and over expecting different results, but isn't that the scientific method?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Isn't that <laughs> Well well it's not a method Crickstein's ever bothered I did the experiment once and I got this result, so Yeah, that's I did it once result, and it went great. So slam dunk. <laughs> yes, please. I did it once.
0: It's the exact opposite of the scientific <laughs> I, method.
1: I did it once, it didn't work, fail fast is what I say. Let's do a new experiment. This one's a bust. Oh. <laughs> yeah. so yeah anyway
0: so charlie that gives charlie the seed of an idea yes um, but we don't have time to sort of contemplate that because it then smash cuts to charlie at the ice rink watching
1: a pretty girl do ice skating this is claire addison another main character uh claire is probably the most famous uh, member of the genius cast she will go on to star in the phantom of the opera movie and she's mm. in day after tomorrow as well and shameless the american version yes. of the tv series yes yes emmy ross the actress yeah so this is claire uh, she is ice skating around talking to herself in a british accent like an ice skating judge yep. um, charlie wants to introduce himself but he's too tongue-tied and so in in a moment of hesitation decides that he's going to lie about who he is and settles I'm on the identity
2: and Ch-
0: Ch- Chaz Chaz from Chicago Chicago, huh? Uh, he sort of fumbles his glasses off his head Yes uh, He's doing a sort of a weird voice And she's <laughs> like, oh, uh, where do you go to school? And he's like, where do you go to school? <laughs> it's the better uh, question, Claire yeah. um, she, I go to Franklin, she says Well, there's your answer S- <laughs> Smooth's hair yeah. So uh, a very awkward interaction yes and Charlie walks away <laughs> with the sort of insouciant air of someone who believes he just nailed a social
1: interaction yeah. which I don't believe is true no um, Charlie so, so we get here Charlie's sort of alter ego alternate personality it's probably worth trying to describe it a little bit uh, he, he's it's like it's he's like a 13 year old's idea of a or a decom writer's idea of like a smooth-talking sex machine. He's like a sort of 10-year-old Fonzie. He looks like he's about to be robbed of his clothes, boots and motorcycle by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, he's got there like,
0: go. Oakley's. He's got a huge oversized leather jacket. His yeah. hair is all poofed. Yeah, his hair is um, spiked up in a yeah, cool he way. Goes to, he goes to the lab. He gets on Crickstein's computer and he clicks on the enrolment form for this Franklin High School and enrols um, a Chaz Anthony in the school. Yes. I'm not clear if this was like hacking or if you can just you can just go on their website, <laughs>
1: enrol a child without any documents. <laughs> Chaz simply establishes the email address of Franklin High School. And that's all he needs to yeah take full control of the hard drive and hack his way in. <laughs> So he's, he's drowning in his clothes. He can't see in his sunglasses. Yeah. The guitar solo is going nuts in the background. Exactly. So imagine, you know, he's sort of strutting, strutting around, as you say, Andy, in this huge oversized jacket, like giant Jenko jeans. He looks like, and, you know, I think this is something that we can probably all relate to. You know there's a point in your youth where you're like, that's it, I've had enough, it's time to get cool. I'm a cool guy now. I'm a cool guy now. And it normally focuses, you know, when I was at school, a common vector for this Uh, A sort of a common affectation was a long leather coat like Neo has in The Matrix, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, you sort of way, way overcorrect in your efforts to like, now I'm going to be, now I'm a cool guy because I have this hat (laughs) or whatever, (laughs) right? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) you know, so he's basically doing that, except unlike everyone's school experience, it actually goes pretty well and everyone just assumes he's quite cool. But he gets lucky because Chaz Anthony rocks up to his first day at Franklin High and accidentally ends up looking like a bad boy rebel without a cause um, <laughs> because he goes to class and he's about to take a seat, but his cool guy jacket gets stuck in the door so he can't move. Yeah. Um, and, and this is already having shown up late to class because he can't see because his sunglasses are too dark. <laughs> and he can't walk in his huge Jenko jeans. <laughs> He's at least stumbling over he's tripping. So the teacher is like, uh, "Excuse me, Chaz, it's your first day. Please take your seat, or I'll have to rule you a disobedient bad boy." I'll have to have you go and stand outside the principal's office, and
0: Nothing the only way he can boy. free his sleeve is to open the door. Yeah, but he makes it look as if he's gonna go straight to the principal's office. And everyone's like, "Whoa!" And then he comes back and he's like, Ha-ha, just, <laughs> "Just kidding, just
1: kidding, total fake out." And
0: this blows everyone's minds. Yeah,
1: they're you know they're like they're i mean they're not but they're almost stood up clapping you know rapturous yeah. applause they're like wow. nobody ever dared to irk off old lady spurlock before <laughs> you're <a> hardcore man <laughs> that Says. is that is a sentence that feels like it should be from lord of the rings but isn't. <laughs> it's 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 bucket hat wearing odie who's who's yeah. a, another cool guy in the class nobody well, ever dared to irk off old lady Spurlot. <laughs> sodomen Irked off, old Lady Spurlock <laughs> But Lady Spurlot was irked off. <laughs> Never before and Saruman,
0: had it was way hardcore,
1: man. <laughs> Spurlot irked senseless.
0: <laughs> he went into the west.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> <He> will diminish. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. So, um, Chaz, Chaz Anthony borrows. Uh, Mike's line...
2: And I'll be disrupting it.
1: (laughs) And again, everyone just, like, loses their mind. Kids are loving it. Kids Uh, are loving it. Claire is loving it. Um, Chaz says yo about 14 times. (laughs) Yeah, because he's a cool guy. I've just got written down here that I can't help but think that Harvard would have found this kid's limits so he wasn't bored enough to be doing crap like this. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe giving him enough to do that he <laughs> isn't spending six hours a day in an elementary school. <laughs> six hours a day walking around in the guise of Chaz Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Uh, um, but obviously, it's a little bit difficult for Charlie to so quickly shed his true genius nature. Um, hmm. He makes the mistake, for example, of mentioning that the
0: the Earth's or- the orbit
1: around that the Earth's orbit is elliptical uh and you know everyone in the class kind of freeze frame turns spins around what i thought you were a cool guy why did you he spins a lie about how he found
0: out that info while bullying and and everyone relaxes (laughs) like he's pounding some kid in the face and the kid is like oh the earth's orbit is elliptical
1: (laughs) doesn't mean anything to me i'll remember that though (laughs) (laughs) Time, time to give you a swirly or whatever this is like this genius is a whole movie set inside the decom geek archetype. It's yes. like normally the geek is a side character. Like, remember in the 13th year or, yeah. or you know, or, or, or all of them have. They, there's loads of geek archetypes in these movies. But it's yeah, like Charlie
0: isn't very relatable as a protagonist, I think, no. is the problem. Yes. Um, so <laughs> that's probably why they don't do it more often.
1: <laughs> but. but he's also not relatable as kind of like 12 year old Fonzie bully. <laughs> like is unrelatable twice i also just want to briefly mention how charlie when he's talking to his sorry Chaz, when he's talking to his cool friends he um kind of ends a conversation by jerking his head so that his sunglasses fall off <laughs> the top of his head down over his eyes yes and it's like oh it's it's such a perfect kind of right now to get cool sort of move it's it's the sort of thing that
0: you think uh in your head is impossibly cool but actually is the least cool thing you could do in that situation. Like another thing he does later, which is that thing where you you sort of make the devil horns with your hands, you lick your fingertips and then you use it to smooth both your eyebrows at the yes. same time.
1: Yes. This is like that kind of cool guy thing where you produce a little comb mm. and like, you know, comb your hair a little bit in yeah. that, you know, sort of 50s greaser cigarette packet in the in your sleeve kind of way again well if you were in 1999 if you
0: were a writer in your mid 50s probably that's what you thought was cool when you were in school because it
1: was the 1950s yeah and and also you know no no shade on the on the writers but like maybe the writers weren't necessarily the coolest kids when they were young so you know i mean i think that's almost certainly the case (laughs) i don't think the fons
0: grew up to write disney channel original movies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah dr crickstein has figured out uh what charlie's up to because charlie left the enrollment form open on his computer yeah despite having a duty of care to this 13 year old boy he's like i don't care what you get up to
1: yeah he says you're yeah he says as, college. L- as long as you show up at college on time this is all yeah. this is all, all all fine for me so charlie he's at college uh he overhears mike the hockey roommate the hockey roommate job. and mike's friend bear they're talking at a frat party and Mike mm-hmm. gives the advice that girls like bad boys.
0: Yeah, he's showing off his scars from street fighting and flipping his Harley. Um, it seems odd that this guy would be taking university level physics classes, to be honest. But
1: Yeah, it does. Well, also, you know, maybe he's got the scholarship for the hockey, you know, he just has
0: to take any sort of random, but then you would take some sort of made up class. You wouldn't take advanced. <laughs> maybe it was an accident. Maybe he's maybe yeah. he's so dense that it was, a you know, it was a mistake. But yeah, Ch- Ch- uh, Charlie sees this and he's like, bad boys, is it? Yeah. Smash cut back to school. And Chaz is rollerblading into class backwards. <laughs> um where he's had six detentions in three days and he's like hey
1: f- school am i right up, the, the escalation is 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 bonkers because d- day one at franklin high he's like mouthing off a little you know being a bit disrespectful to the teachers in a cool way day two he's rollerblading freely from room to room just screaming at the staff <laughs> well, he's, a, he's a kid with nothing to lose because he doesn't exist <laughs> so, he, yeah that's true that's true yeah That'd be pretty good actually Pretty fun to have been able to go to school With a false identity Knowing that Yeah You you can just Nothing matters nothing matters, Nothing's going on your permanent record So But
0: um, Odie warns Chaz that he's uh, He's barking up the wrong tree with Claire Yes He's wasting his time Because she's in the honor society Mm. And Chaz is like Yeah but she probably likes bad boys I bet Anyway I'm approaching it like a Like he's about to say I'm approaching it like a scientist But he catches himself And he says I'm approaching it like a psycho For the hottest chick madman would do (laughs) which is such which is, actually let's just have the line
2: look I've analysed the situation and now I'm enacting a strategy just like any good Psy sci... Psy-co for the honey chick madman would do
1: cool I think it's probably worth reading back the entire sentence as Chaz's friends heard it <laughs> I've analyzed the situation okay. and now I'm enacting a strategy just like any good psycho for the hottest chick madman would do. <laughs> yes. Another normal sentence from Chaz Anthony. <laughs> Another classic Chad sentence.
0: But I guess they don't have time they don't have much time to ponder the incredibly strange thing he just said. Yeah. Because that's when okay. Chaz removes an enormous remote control from his bag. Okay. And <laughs> this, is, this is the rest of the podcast. <laughs> this is the rest of the podcast. Let's just try and keep it simple. So they're, they're in some sort of anatomy okay. class. The teacher has an articulated skeleton on a stand at the front of the yes. classroom. Yes. And he is about to sort of present the skeleton, the bones. He's talking about the human skeleton. Yes. Charlie removes the remote control from his bag. Charlie has the skeleton
1: tap the teacher on the shoulder. So the yes. teacher looks, is like, what was that? Oh seems seems to be nothing. The class can see it however, you know, they're chuckling. <laughs> pretty good. They're yucking it up. Yeah. Um then Charlie makes the skeleton do bunny ears behind the teacher, you know. Again, <laughs> pretty good. The class the class is loving it. They're busting up. The eyes are on the skeleton are kind of flashing. Mm. Apparently, he can artic he's articulated all the individual fingers of the
0: skeleton despite having an yes. up and down and a side to side joystick. Yes. There's no way the you can do control. this with
1: twin stick controls. Nevertheless, I would call that a perfectly good place to end the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie has Charlie's This is all. This is all a practical effect at this point. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Char- Charlie's pulled a good prank. He's, uh, you know, he's used remote control genius sing to, yeah. uh, you know, articulate the skeleton and make it make fun of the teacher behind the teacher's back. You know, pretty good. Classic. It works. However, the scene doesn't end there. Instead, the skeleton becomes a fully CGI skeleton and starts starts twerking. <laughs> um, in 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 a way I can only describe as extremely givable. <laughs> um, oh my god, we have to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. We. I mean, we're going to have to like pop this on Instagram or something, like just a clip, because mm. it's wild. So yeah, the the skeleton's kind of like sort of twerking around. It's CGI, um, but it doesn't look very good, so it's kind of composited into the scene. Um, we have to, <laughs> we have to broach the uncomfortable question of why Charlie has rigged a skeleton to perform these sensual dances. <laughs> Well, okay, maybe he
0: downloaded like an animation file from a um, assets website. Okay, and he got
1: like a he got like a sort of sexy dance. Oh, you remember the dancing baby from the very early internet? Yes, uh, maybe it's yes, that. Yes, okay, so maybe yes. it's a mo like a mocap file. I, I don't know why I'm I don't know why my brain is straining so hard to make this a thing that Charlie could feasibly have done um but it's, i think it's important to the rest of my life that this kind of
0: hangs together i mean i'm trying to i'm trying to imagine how long it would have taken like the process that he would have had to go through because there's no visible but yeah there's like, no wires visible wires or motors, or motors
1: or joints or anything like that in the skeleton there's so nothing external it's got to be in the bones it has to be he must have he must have drilled out the bones well well well, well. that's only assuming that he has actually taken the skeleton from the anatomy class and altered it. What if he started with a fully robotized Terminator skeleton built that he could do that somewhere else in his own time. Perhaps he's built, perhaps he built that years ago. And now all he has to do is place a sort of resin cast of a human skeleton over the top matches the one in the bathroom. Now, next question. How is he doing this with a twin stick? remote remote control thing how about this andy okay he when he when he moves the the up and down stick and the left and right stick he is not actually inputting left right up down controls he is setting off pre-configured uh uh, sort of presets you know it's like if i do up up down left right then that's you know start twerking
0: (laughs) 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 okay what i mean what you're describing there yeah sounds like about a year's work yes i would say yes but- you know what's you know what's as funny a prank
1: is uh, p- uh making a fart sound the not looking. <laughs> yeah yeah Ch- charlie i don't know if you've ever tried this thing where you put your hand under your armpit <laughs> <It's> pretty- <laughs> were there any when um
0: you were at school were there any sort of legendary pranks that got talked about years later
1: um, honestly, no. Did you, did you have any?
0: Yeah, we had some, we had a couple. I think the smartest one we had was in English. We were yep. listening to a CD of, I think, A.E. Hausman's A Shropshire Lad poems. Okay. Or something. And someone had some um, snuck into the classroom during the break beforehand. And they had a CD of extremely explicit um, German techno music. Love uh, it. Which they, had, Love it. they had painted the top of it. Oh my Like God. black. <gasps> so you place it on the spindle oh and if you open the lid of the cd player it looked as if there wasn't a cd in there so you place the cd on top of that but it will read the cd that's underneath that kid needs the scholarship (laughs) that's that's real genius yeah and that's all the setup that took was
1: painting a a a cd of obscene german techno there but but that's so beautiful because there's there's an efficiency to it isn't there Mm. um you know there's a there's there's a minimalism to 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 the to the prank that is that is an elegance that yeah. is re, that is really admirable charlie's prank is the opposite of that because he's had to he's had <laughs> to rig sweat, up the sweatiest prank the sweatiest prank yeah i mean he probably was building this between the ages of like five and twelve <laughs> yeah
0: also i will say the graviton remains undiscovered <laughs> there's simply no time
1: at this point there's simply no time i can't get this hip wiggle right Charlie, please. The particle accelerator costs $10,000 a day
0: to run. <laughs> please, if you could tear yourself away from your
1: animatronic skeleton for one Ch- minute. Charlie presses a finger to your lips and silently points at the skeleton, which starts twerking again. <laughs> it starts twerking. And the teacher says that they're not... Um, they're not annoyed, they're just disappointed that, that Charlie is using this brilliant science for evil, not, not for good.
0: And Claire seems as if she would have been impressed if Charlie had done it.
2: Who was it that helped you? what he Some loser in science club. He's pretty impressive. And I'll wager you, his future doesn't include the words. Do you want fries with that, sir?
0: <laughs> it's not going very well at the university either. Uh, we cut to another one of his uh, classes he's teaching... He says, who wants to come up and uh, write the rest of this problem on the board? Mike raises his hand and he comes up and he draws an unflattering caricature of Charlie on the board. <laughs> this, this and is a- Charlie snaps and he gives him a dressing down that unfortunately does include the words japesome wag. <laughs> <laughs> Which does diminish somewhat <laughs> the effect.
2: Savagely lampooned on my own chalkboard with a crude caricature essayed by that japesome wag Mike McGregor, you know? I used to think that you're cool. Jerk.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, look at me, I'm Jason. <laughs> <laughs> there's things that, okay, there's something that's good about this scene and that's that I think they, I think they have actually kind of nailed that thing it feels it feels like it has the smack of authenticity to it that thing where you're really angry at someone but you can't quickly articulate something cool (laughs) to say so you just basically say the thing that they just did that you found upsetting and offensive but you say it in a kind of kind of way and then use the words japes and wag look at me i'm mike cruelly lampooned a japes and wag (laughs) And it's... No, you're not doing yourself any favors. No. And he storms out. And then Mike turns to the class and says, "Ooh, look at me! I'm japesome." And then he does a little <laughs> Japesom dance. I really like Mike. He's great. <laughs> Mike's nailing it. <laughs> Mike <laughs> is awesome. The thing that's bizarre about this scene, though, is that like, Charlie says, "Who wants to come up and like draw this on the board?" Mike raises his hand bear (laughs) at this point is already busting up he's like (laughs) like, (laughs) oh this is gonna be classic hilarious so mike walks up bears losing his sh** mike takes the chalk and draws a cartoon smiley face and the whole class is just losing their goddamn mind (laughs) they're They're all helicoptering their (laughs) t-shirts whereas surely the rest of the class would be like mike Please sit down. We're all just trying to learn from this (laughs) 13-year-old. Look, we all wrote a letter to the Dean, and while that's going through the proper channels, Mike, can you please just... Can we try and make the best of it? We all wrote a letter to the Dean. He scrambled it up and ate it in front of us. (laughs) And said, mmm, nutrients.
0: (laughs) And said, mmm, human food. (laughs) Yes? And then scanned our eyes
1: to see if he'd done the right thing. (laughs) Okay, so Charlie's having a bad time. He talks to his dad on the phone. Dad suggests that all of these bad college kids need to get a tutor and this mm. inspires charlie to ask to, to approach claire yeah and say hey claire i am failing school because i'm a cool bad boy rebel me chas mm-hmm. anthony how about you tutor me the graviton remains undiscovered <laughs> <laughs> now andy you probably think of me as a fashionable bad boy with my many fashionable affectations and cool looks right yeah, I was just. I was just. Oh, sorry. That. Was there a delay on the Zoom there or something? Yeah, yeah, I think
0: I think there must have been a yeah there's some buffering. Weird. The, vi- the, the Zoom video was buffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, that yeah. that's weird. It doesn't happen. Never happened before, but unusual. Um, but do you know how I maintain my cool bad boy look, Andy? Um,
0: well, I mean, looking at you now, I would say. Oh, the Zoom
1: things fixed. That's good. It's.
0: <laughs> I would say it's going through the discount leather jackets bin at the thrift shop.
1: That's right. Is say- it? Well, but but that's all I know how to do. Can you think of any better way to be a cool bad boy who's dressed well? Well,
0: I could tell you, Luke, if you were to go to (gasps) insertcoinclothing.com, you could have a look at some of their great video game inspired clothing based on such incredible IPs as Horizon Zero Dawn, The Last of Us, Resident Evil, and more.
1: Are there any for bad boys? Any bad boy IPs on there? Yakuza, they've got Yakuza, that's for yeah. bad boys.
0: You could dress like a Yakuza, like uh, Majima. He's a he's a sexy bad boy. He's a bad
1: boy. Dark Souls, that's bad boys.
0: Yep, all of them. Um, <laughs> all of the Dark Souls bosses, I think, qualify as bad boys. Artorias
1: the Abyss Walker, he's a
0: sexy bad boy. <laughs> Imagine... Being in your class at school and <laughs> in
1: walks Artorius, the office walker. He, he rollerblades backwards into the room. Forget about it. So do go check out some of those designs at insertcoinclothing.com who you've probably guessed at this point are sponsoring this episode of Mom Can't Cook. Thanks, Insertcoin.
0: And Insertcoin have given us a code for you to use. Uh, the code is CHAZANDSAVE C-H-A-Z-A-N-D-S-A-V-E All one word. Uh, and that code... Gives you 10% off online orders, and codes are not applicable for charity items, bundles, gift cards, postage, and some products at launch. Codes
1: cannot be combined with other deals or promotions, and they're valid until the end of 2023. So go check him out, become a sexy bad boy in the vein of your idol and mine, Artorias the Abyss Walker. Claire accepts um, after some persuasion. Because he's so charismatic. Yeah, so, I mean, who could, who yeah. could turn down... Yeah, and then Chad we get Adam. a little
0: montage of sort of tutoring Japes, like uh, he sort of uh, breaks the computer using science so I, that she has to help him more.
1: I was um, tired when I wrote this, so it may have been a little harsh, but my note is that this montage can f*** off. <laughs> because <laughs> I think it's just, it's objectionably nonsensical. So, for my example... My note I've got here is, montage of
0: tutoring Japes, including him smelling her hair when she isn't looking, brackets, mm. question mark, bracket
1: yeah i've just got in capitals don't smell her hair charlie <laughs> the, the weirdest scene in this montage of them being tutored so like they're both sat at a computer <laughs> claire i'm just gonna say what happens claire is typing she's she it looks like she's coding the actual matrix uh-huh and then Chaz reaches over and presses some buttons two and, buttons two buttons and he like control alt deletes it and the whole school computer system shuts down yeah, he got um, a, He hacked the hard drive. Yeah, he hacked the hard drive via the email address, and Claire gives him a look that 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 says, "Well, I don't know what the look says because I don't know what this scene means or what's happening." <laughs> Claire gives him a look that is un, that is nondescript, and then the, and then that's that. So yep. what happened?
0: And then well, we we don't have time to think about it because it then cuts to him smelling her hair when she isn't looking. Yeah, so anyway uh, we've got bigger things to worry about. <laughs> yeah, <we do. laughs> um but yeah, the end of the montage, they go to Claire's house, he gives her a Backstreet Boy CD to say thanks, looks at the shelves, and then realizes that her dad is the hockey coach. Uh-oh. Mr.
1: Addison, um, who hates him. Yeah, and, and then the hockey and then the hockey coach comes in. Well he's in, yeah. So he's in oh, the house. Dad's he's home. In. Here comes Dad. So Charlie thinking fast, grabs a hockey mask trophy off yep. the wall a golden hockey mask presses it to his face and says look at me look at me I'm J- I'm Jason, I'm Jason Voorhees.
0: Voorhees and he sort of staggers backwards out of the room falls over f- out through the door and runs away
1: yeah and the dad you is know. like so this is who you're dating is it normal <laughs> Seems. anyway
0: smash cut to the lab Dr. Crickstein is talking to Charlie uh, Charlie asks him if he's had, ha- ever had a girlfriend Dr. Crickstein tells a story in which it becomes clear that he once built
1: a sex robot <laughs> This is not a safe environment for a child. <laughs> he says, I built a robot called Cheryl and we were very close.
0: <laughs> if you know what I mean, Charlie.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it's bad time. But, yeah, well done, Krikstein, I guess, on your sex bot. The Graviton yeah. remains undiscovered. <laughs> the Graviton <laughs> remains <laughs> undiscovered. But let's
0: take our mind off it, right? So, Charlie puts on some music and he starts to do, fort- like, Fortnite dances.
1: Yeah. Um, They decide <laughs> to kick back with some audio library hip-hop music. <laughs> but then... The Graviton alarm goes off. (laughs) It turns (laughs) out The alarm that says you've just discovered the Graviton. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first thing that Krigstein built. So that he knows for sure when he's discovered the Graviton. Optimistically. (laughs) If you can build an alarm that goes off when you've found the Graviton... Seems to me you would have all the information required to have discovered the Graviton already. <laughs> the graviton. Or else what is the alarm looking for? But yeah, it turns out that the royalty-free
0: hip hop backing music has created Yes. Particle wave conflict. Doesn't that mean we've isolated a Graviton? It's impossible, Charlie. It's the same experiment we just ran, nothing's any different! Except for the music? We've been looking at a Graviton only as a particle up until now. We can just as easy think of it as a wave you should so in your book particle wave conflict how could i miss this okay okay what does this mean um the music sound waves from music set up our phase harmonic which affected the nuclear matrix and release the graviton you know what this means we can do it charlie we can change the world oh. can we do it later though i'm kind of late for science class yeah sure Go i'm fine this is the key moment that they've been working towards so Chaz immediately ditches to go to uh, elementary school science class.
1: Yes. Crickstein doesn't mind because, you know, more glory for him, I assume. He's like, good, yeah. get that little twerp out the lab. Don't have to share the Nobel money. Exactly. Scrub his name off the, um, you know, off the login charts for that day. <laughs> Change the locks while he's out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> delete, his, like, delete his Charlie identity and condemn him to a life of Chaz yeah. Anthony. <laughs> he's imprisoned in the identity of Chaz Anthony. No, Charlie Boyle died in a lab accident. Okay, things are about to get... Very Mrs. Doubtfire, if Mrs. Doubtfire mm. was less funny and more unsettling. So, <laughs> Chaz's science teacher... <laughs> Chaz, Sorry, I'm just remembering what yeah. So, Chaz's science teacher tells the class... <laughs> this is the high school now. Hey, class, good news. You're all going to meet a real positive influence. Would you believe it? It's a kid your own age. He's over at the university. It's He's a pro- genius. A genius, Professor Charlie Boyle. Now, of course, Chaz is like, oh, no, that's me. That's my alter ego. So he goes back to Crickstein, who, again, is pro- should really be packing his bags to head to wherever <laughs> the Nobel Prize is headquartered. And says, you can't, uh, Krikstein says, you can't be in two places at once. However, however, <laughs> however, Charlie does have a plan because he sees yeah. a nondescript beaker of it's a pu- flat yeah a, flask. a pu- bright
0: purple goo and he's like what if i were to throw these volatile chemicals into my face
1: <laughs> smash cut two. Crickstein <laughs> <laughs> is giving okay the sc- the, the class the, the field trip is happening the high school class has come to the university they are sat in the audience of a lecture theater Crickstein is on stage Crickstein, who again should be packing his bags because he's made an earth-shattering discovery but yeah. he's not doing that he's instead saying hello everyone I know you were all excited to hear from Professor Charlie. However, yep. a terrible lab accident has left him temporarily disfigured. <laughs> and then, Charlie wheels himself out in a wheelchair, covered in purple paint, sort of slumped over. Thank
2: you, fellow teens. Please do not let my gruesome appearance frighten you. I assure you that my awful pain will eventually subside. Since I am in obvious discomfort, I will now take my leave.
1: <laughs> Which, I mean, I have to say, what a great field trip! Yeah, <laughs> if, you're, if you're <laughs> you want to see a, d- you get to see a, a, a da- Davros from Doctor Who. <laughs> it's a real Captain Pike from Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, right. Of, it's like, <laughs> so Jimmy, how was your field trip to the university? Not great, Dad. Um... <laughs> they they wheeled out this disfigured boy genius. Char- Charlie was unfortunately temporarily disfigured, so he just kind of came out in a wheelchair and, and moaned a yeah. bit. And then,
0: because the film was running short, um, Charlie then runs off, washes the chemicals off his face, sits down in the, in the audience. Yeah. His teacher then says, Bring Charlie Boyle back
1: on. Uh, Dr. Crickstein says, Okay. Charlie, <laughs> 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 <Dr>. <laughs> Charlie has to run. Well, Dr. Crickstein, instead of saying, you all, I just discovered the graviton. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm out of here. Also, this the disfigured boy genius isn't some monkey here to dance for you. <laughs> yeah, right. He says, yeah, he says, no, okay, I'll bring him back out. So Charlie has to run and throw volatile chemicals in
1: his face again, again, a second time. Yeah, And so this is, uh, this is happening backstage, like, like kind of in the wings of the auditorium, right? So, he, you know, he kind of puts the purple goo back on his face, hops back in the wheelchair and is like, quick, quick, Professor Crick- Crickstein, I, uh, I guess we- wheel me back on. Professor Crickstein, with the strength of 50 men, <laughs> pushes the wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 it flies across the stage at 50 miles per hour. And the horribly disfigured Charlie is, is flung bodily out yeah. and lies in, lands in a crunched up boat. I'm
0: telling you, he doesn't want to share that Nobel money. <laughs> <laughs> he told Charlie to throw
1: acid in acid his, face, in his so face. When that didn't work, he uses he first him across the stage <laughs> in a wheelchair. First, he uses the acid to burn off his fingerprints. <laughs> later he'll use it to burn away dental records <laughs> charlie boyle never existed the nobel yeah. prize no you must be thinking of Jazz anthony yeah don't listen to that by this point the dean will have returned to jupiter or whatever so there, you know there really will be no witnesses to <laughs> the dean is in the black lodge <laughs> speaking it's... in reverse so there really are no witnesses to charlie boyle ever having existed
0: um but yeah back at the dorm uh, mike has moved back in um because he's failing everything uh, he needs help in physics, chemistry, yep. political science. Uh, it turns out they each have something that the other wants. Mike wants tutoring in school. Charlie wants tutoring in girls.
1: Well, Mike, Mike says that he's jealous of Charlie because Charlie has a future, which I just thought is fair enough because Mike is 35 and he's used, <laughs> half, he's used half his life expectancy. He's probably heard about the escalating threats on Charlie's life
0: <laughs> from <laughs> Dr. Crickstein, so he it. knows... And he like, knows it's coming he's sooner or later been approached
1: by Crickstein to just quietly <laughs> off charlie in the night mike needs to be good at physics charlie wants to be good at girls yeah he, he says just relax and do what comes natural Again, the the overarching problem is that is that charlie is determined to basically moneyball the situation and like to get a girlfriend right well, he's, a, he's a scientist isn't he oh sorry a psycho
0: for the hottest chick. Madman. <laughs> a
1: psycho madman for the whatever he said Okay, Chaz is playing ice hockey out, out outdoors. Uh, mm-hmm. with he's popular his cool... now. Yeah, he's he doesn't have to sit now. on the bench anymore. But he kindly and generously involves a nerd who is sat on the bench being all nerdy and says, Hey, yeah. he Poindexter, guess what? You can, you can play. So, you yeah. know, he's breaking the cycle of bullying, which is nice. Claire comes and sits with him on the bench and Claire says you know, Chaz, you're not so tough. And then Charlie does a Robert De Niro, you talking to me impression. You know, like a child would do. Yeah, and Claire's just busting up because she loves the Backstreet Boys and Taxi Driver.
0: <laughs> it's the two main touchstones <laughs> yes. for teenage girls at that time. Yeah. Um, then there's a, a long story that I didn't really pay attention to about Claire's mum and dad doing things on the ice.
1: Uh, this the point is the is... point where
0: I IMDB'd Claire. I was also not listening but, okay.
1: yeah. The, um, it's, it's about a, how she yeah. danced
0: and it was pretty or something. Um, yeah. Charlie tries to make his move but then gets hit with a snowball, and that's that scene. Done, good, um, next. Anyway, Krickstein I, is off the, to the Milwaukee. The only way for to talk about this film is by going, next. 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 <laughs> the, the big game is happening. Charlie can't go upstairs to watch it because of his split identity. Yeah, oh, um, because. Krickstein is like, I'm off to Milwaukee. Charlie's like, I'm going to use the particle accelerator
1: while you're gone. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> He's like, fine, whatever. Good leave the keys in it. <laughs> whatever hopefully you die burning all evidence <laughs> you ever existed <laughs> meanwhile i'll take my reams of notes to geneva or wherever <laughs> i don't know the yeah Large you know Hadron scientific Collider. mecca of milwaukee yeah <laughs> so so okay so for some reason everyone in the high school is going to the university to watch the big hockey game and that's oh, yeah. why he can't go that's why charlie has to stay downstairs because if, if he goes upstairs his high school friends will see him so that is the the conflict. Char- yeah. Charlie Charlie says before the game to Mike, "What if Rumson, for it is the hated Rumson that they're playing, what yeah. if Rumson try the Rumson rack?" Mike says that mm-hmm. he knows of no way to defend against this te- this terrifying play. Well, <laughs> and Charlie's eyebrows go up in an annoying way, suggesting so he's, he's <laughs> thought of
0: a, a, a Charlie way. has a, a special technique he's thought up to deal with the Rumson rack. Yeah. The plan is they're going to send their equipment manager out there wearing Mike's number. And once Rumson are done killing him,
1: they'll be all, all tired out and Mike can skate on and win the game. So the match gets underway. The Rumson team come out to boos from their own fans, which some of the high school say is noteworthy. But um, the, yeah. the friends mentioned that it's because the team only responds to booing because uh, Rumson recruits exclusively <laughs> from broken homes, which is probably the most gross line in That's this film. A- very problematic thing to say. OD. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, you know, a, a real gross gag, but also like, hey, I'm personally, I'm rooting for the hockey team that recruits its athletes from troubled backgrounds. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: I, you know, I'm liking Rumson more and more, I have to say. Yeah. The match starts. Um, the Dean
0: says uh, he wants the cup in a very strange way. Um, Charlie's doing science down in the lab, uh, but he decides he's going to go and watch the game and he just leaves the particle accelerator <laughs> running. Yeah. and it, it, the second he's out the door it starts beeping like something <laughs> is seriously wrong
1: yeah it's the beep that says either you've discovered a graviton or you've given radiation poisoning to everyone in town <laughs> yeah everyone who's like eight feet above you yeah. watching the ice hockey so uh, things things do appear to be going well because the rumson rack which again now that we see it turns out one of your players badly maims the referee while yeah the o- another player maims the star player and the counter strategy is to let it happen, but then a, a secret hidden player runs out from nowhere and scores a goal.
0: Well, the wild thing about this plan is that um, this does happen, but it's it happens 13 minutes into the final period of the game. So there are three periods in ice hockey, 20 minutes long each. They've gone
1: 53 minutes without their best player. <laughs> 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 they probably wouldn't have even needed to dodge the rumson rack if they could have just made this happen.
0: But they spent 53 minutes at a significant handicap without their best player, just so they
1: could avoid this, this Rumson Rack move. It's really bizarre. So while this is happening, um, Claire's dad, the hockey coach, is on the sidelines. Now, he's having a hard time because it's very important to him that his team wins this because the Dean has made it very clear that he'll be fired if they lose a hockey game. Yes. Um, and Claire is trying to tell her dad about Chaz because Claire spots Chaz in the crowd. And it's like, hey, look over there. Look, that's Chaz, the boy that I was talking to you about. The one who was capering and cavorting around the living room in a Jason Voorhees mask. <laughs> and dad sees the boy who Claire's pointing out and says, uh, no. Who's oh, sweetie? Chaz, the boy sitting next to Dean Wallace. Oh, you mean Charlie? Charlie, his name's not Charlie's. It's Chaz Anthony. He's the boy I've been tutoring.
2: Oh, that's Charlie Bohr. He's a student here.
1: He has no follow-up questions about why the professor was cavorting and capering around his living room <laughs> in a Jason mask. Well, the big the big game's happening. Yeah, he's elsewhere. very distracted. His job's on the line. But Claire puts it together and realizes what realizes what Charlie slash Chaz is up to and confronts him, and says, "Was w- was I just one of your experiments?" She's very annoyed that yeah. that that a, a, a clear genius patronisingly. Mm-hmm asked her to tutor yeah. him in physics which is very
0: luckily luckily for charlie he avoids further chewing out because the particle <laughs> accelerator <laughs> Is now melting down and causing, look, the ice to crack. Charlie runs under the ice screaming. I'm sure. Everybody get off the ice. We're all doomed. I'm
1: sure we've all been in a conversation with our crush that doesn't go very well. And we just wish that the whole school would be swallowed in nuclear fire. The ground would open up beneath us. Well, Charlie gets his wish because, yeah, the ground splits apart. When I was trying to describe this, the note that I have is that it looks like it looks like a, a cutscene from the video game Doom. Yeah. Like demons are gonna start flooding out of it. The ground is splitting open and lava and, and steam is sort of You have to assume
0: that every single person there has been given a fatal dose of radiation. Yes. From that, this accident. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> hope you enjoy the next maximum four years, folks, because, like... <laughs> needless to say, the game is suspended. The postponed. game is suspended due to nuclear fire. The game is postponed. <laughs> oh yeah, postponed. If if this is what you postpone a hockey match for, what do you cancel it for? <laughs> like, well, the heat we get the ice back to together.
0: Earth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get a montage of Charlie trying to call Claire to apologise um, for uh, lying to her and also irradiating and killing her. <laughs> But she keeps hanging up. Uh, He hacks into her school's PA system using some kind of portable broadcasting satellite dish attached to a backpack. It's like a kind of big Ghostbusters thing with like a a TV antenna bolted to the top. But Um, then Dr. Crickstone gets back from his his trip to Milwaukee, which he said would be several days later. He walks into the lab. Charlie is sat there looking morose. The lab is still full of smoke and the alarms are still going off. (laughs) (laughs) Well...
1: Presumably, the dean walked into this on fire room, and I don't know, just placed his mouth on a valve or something, and then <laughs> drank deep of the fuel. <laughs> drank the radiation. <laughs> drank the radiation, which which is for food is is food for him. Yeah. And then <laughs> <laughs> and Delicious. then went back. So the the science
0: is about to get really challenging in this film. Yes. So. I don't know how best to do. I, think, I guess just we it, just let's just do it. Let's quick just point. power through it. All right, they they decide. Crickstein and Charlie decide that if they split their graviton, they could study its quantum force and maybe defy gravity. So they have two bouncy balls. Yeah. One ball contains thirty-three graviton whatever particles. Yeah. The other also does. They do us. They do science. I think what it is is that they are supposed to be quantum entangled, which is where you have two particles that are physically separate. Yes. And yet, when they interact, uh, they interact in the same way, regardless of the distance between them. Yeah. So the balls, uh, if you move one of them, the other moves in the in the same way. Yes. It's an incredibly complicated thing to try and put in a children's film.
1: Yeah, and especially when you demonstrate it. Working on the cheap by having both actors hold a bouncy ball and try and move their (laughs) arms in exact synchronization, which it just looks like they're waving bouncy balls around. But the film, and it's like, hey, Charlie, uh, uh, how about you tickle yourself? And then Crickstein thrusts the bouncy ball into his own stomach, making Charlie tickle himself. It's that kind of thing. The balls that have had the science done to them do the same thing. Now, this yeah. I would say this is an even more groundbreaking discovery on top of the graviton. Oh yeah, and Charlie is like, I know exactly what I can use this for to cheat at hockey. <laughs> so, well this this is Charlie realizing I, that he has a way to make amends because you have to remember that as well as upsetting all of his high school friends and ruining the hockey career of Mike, Claire's dad, the hockey coach is basically his job is forfeit, has been yeah. he's been told that because, you know, the, the, because it apparently it was his fault that the nuclear meltdown occurred. <laughs>
0: um, so they, they have a whole plan set up to cheat at
1: hockey. Yes. Um, the note I have here is Jesus, now it's Ocean's Eleven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like a cheat heist. Yeah. They're all wearing headset mics. So the Rumson bus turns up and uh, they have a bunch of kids mob them for autographs. And in the distraction, Charlie's able to get to the kit bag and he attaches these very conspicuous orange discs to the sort of the three Rumson Rack players' ice skates. Yes. Uh, it's the sort of thing you would immediately notice.
1: Yeah, as you were putting on your skates, you'd be yeah. like, "What the hell is this stupid thing?" I mean, we'll it's orange
0: off. for yeah, for it's one bright thing.
1: orange. Yeah, Charlie, why not make it the color of an ice skate? <laughs> but the plan is that the discs
0: have trillions of graviton halves in them, and the other Gra- graviton halves are in discs on Chad and Chaz and Claire's skates. Yes, so that they can control the Rumson players. Yes. As whatever their skates do, the other skates would be forced to do
1: as well. So, the Rumson team is on the ice rink. Now, imagine below the ice rink, on rollerblades, yes. it are Chaz and Claire, and their their rollerblades have have the corresponding discs on them. It's imagine okay.
0: you you know um, the tethered from the Jordan Peele movie Us. Yes, there we. It's go. It's basically that setup. Thank so God. they're underneath. Yeah. Thank you. Doing the same thing as the people above yes. the ground.
1: Yes, yes, yes. That's... But
0: surely like surely the same would be true that whatever's happening to the skates above yeah. also happening to the skates down below.
1: The the question is raised, isn't this cheating? <laughs> and Ch- Chaz says no idiots we're just keeping rumson from cheating we're cheating to stop them from cheating yeah we're doing pre-emptive a, pre-emptive a preemptive pre-crime cheat so it's fine <laughs> now at this point Quickstein walks in and finds that there are some rollerblading children in his lab with charlie please don't use our nobel prize research to fix hockey games <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he finds children with children with Graviton shoes. So just Just leaning up against the particle <laughs> accelerator. Getting, with no radiation shielding. They've already had a fatal dose, so I guess it oh, doesn't matter true. to be honest at this point. Yeah. At this point it's Yeah, so it's as well speed things up. It's quick, not gonna be a good few months. Quickstein comes back. <laughs> Quickstein comes- <laughs> Maybe just press your face up again Crickstein <laughs> comes back and is like Maybe take all this crap down And Charlie's like hey Crickstein No this has got to stop This has got to stop right now
2: I thought you were on my side
1: You know I'm on your side but you're putting everything
0: we've done in jeopardy And I've always been about science first Ahead
2: of what You could solve all the mysteries in the world But what would it mean without friends
0: I'm sorry, Charlie. I, I can't be
1: a party to this. Also, I'm not wearing any radiation shielding. <laughs> so I'm leaving. So meanwhile, above ground, on a rapidly repaired hockey rink that was split apart like a yeah. tectonic plate, um, it, but the Rumson Rack begins.
0: <laughs> this is the stupidest
1: yeah f- movie. So Charlie knows the Rumson Rack is beginning because some cohorts above ground... Have video cameras, and there is a video feed being watched mm. by Chaz and Claire uh, yes. b- b- beneath the ice. Charlie, beneath the rink, wiggles his feet around, which of mm-hmm. course interferes with the players above.
0: Yeah. Their their kind of powerful skating that they're doing doesn't interfere with his legs at all.
1: Not at all. Then yeah. Charlie makes them do a little dance. Then, to to seal the humiliation. He links arms with Claire and they do a whole ballroom ice routine on their rollerblades. Hmm. And (laughs) hilariously, (laughs) above ground on the ice, these two Rumson players uh, in lockstep also are made to do the same routine. He also makes one of the
0: players kick the referee uh and that player is sent to the to the sin bin so the northern lights have a power play
1: yeah i would say this probably goes beyond what they needed to do to simply interfere with the rums and rack seems unnecessarily conspicuous i would say i would say um also those little discs are only on one player's foot so like imagine you're ice skating and now control of one of your feet is seized away from you you wouldn't do an ice skating routine (laughs) your ankles would snap (laughs) You, and you would fall to the ground with Well, that snap would do bangles. the job. Just that would do the job just as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just or snap or, all or, What Charlie should have done is take off his rollerblade and throw it at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> or just just put it in a car going forty miles an hour in the opposite direction, tearing the rumson players in. Half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean,
0: if. if
2: Oh. If Charlie
0: had any guts at all, he would have just gone to the rumson players' house in the middle of the night and shattered their legs <laughs> with a crowbar. It's
1: the same It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, or maybe put the little graviton thing on the um on the team bus and then, you know, just kind of like have it veer off on the highway or something. Yeah. <laughs> Go sailing into a ravine. So
0: uh, anyway. But yeah, anyway, so they, they st- they've they stopped the Rumson rack, but the player who was benched is coming back on. He's served his uh, penalty, and he's skating right for Mike, looking to do some damage. They're searching oh, no. for the disc that corresponds to this player, but they can't find it. But then who should roll the blade <laughs> awkwardly into the room but Professor Crickstein? <laughs> he's here to save the day. He's heading straight for Mike, quick, the other chip. Here, yeah, where's
2: the chip? Shaking, throw it, anything!
0: He unsteadily skates across the room (laughs) And then smashes his
1: face into an electrical junction box (laughs) Quickstein is bathed in electricity (laughs) And radiation we have to assume And then everyone in the room Begins to float (laughs) <laughs> because they've stopped gravity you are maybe you're wondering how that works well here's the science it's
2: the electricity you Must your reverse the charge of the gravitons The repelling gets a positive charge of the earth one
0: <laughs> and it, the particle accelerator starts melting down again everyone's levitating and- as as are their corresponding players above the ground which You'd see it would. It seems like they'd maybe stop the game. Like if in a Premier League match, yeah. if I don't know, Lionel Messi started just floating off the floating earth,
1: floating around. Harry Kane flew off the earth during a Premier League game. He just floated out of the stadium. <laughs> they'd probably stop the game. But look, that I like, will look. We already stopped this game for. <laughs> we already stopped this game for a total nuclear meltdown. <laughs> We're not stopping it again. <laughs> Beep. Hey, Kane, penalty for floating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway the northern lights score a goal uh, yeah and they win it turns out that the prof headbutting the mains was good actually because it reversed the charge of the uh whatever yeah and they're now being repelled against the positive charge of the earth yes but to to like a fine level they're not like pinned to the ceiling <laughs> or flying off into space
1: yeah they haven't like reversed earth's gravity <laughs> Catastrophic <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on the planet floats off the earth They Exceptionally luckily they altered earth's gravity To like the only amount it's okay to Because <laughs> if you go either too far One way or the other More gravity or less gravity Everyone will yep. die But this everyone amount is okay um, Yeah so they just sort of float around Charlie and Claire do an awkward zero G kiss Yeah um, And we are left The film ends with a hu- Yes no that's right This film ends This is it Ends yeah. with a heartwarming scene of everyone playing ice hockey. Um, world-changing scientist Dr. Krickstein is there for some reason, playing ice <laughs> hockey with children, even though he has made three. Yeah. I mean, he found the graviton, then he discovered this kind of quantum pairing thing, yeah. then he broke Earth's gravity. Yeah, but uh, I and guess then, he has nothing yeah. more important. No interviews with new scientists no. to do. <laughs> no, he's going to play hockey with children.
0: Um, he Mike skates up and says that he wants they want to play against the kids because they they heard about what you did. Uh, how did you? How did you hear about that? Says Charlie. I don't know. Maybe because all the
1: players started. Floating. Maybe because the of players floated, <laughs> floated away. off the earth. <laughs> but no, it turns out that the reason is because Claire does a little wink, and she's like, "Well, I maybe I mentioned it to my dad. Who can say? I talk in my sleep or whatever." And then the hockey game kicks off. Yep. And the movie's like, "Well." That's all the story we have for you That's today. all the scenes we did. That's all the ce- uh the button on the rat scene randomizer is all worn out and stuck. So <laughs> it got all jammed up. <laughs> it got all jammed up, so I guess we're done. Some of the Oh god, some of these are completely out of order and make no sense.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, well. What about this one where the earth cracks open? <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> let, me- let me just call up Michael Eisner and see if we can have more. To- no, he's saying nope.
1: No, he's saying no. He's saying air it inside of twelve hours. Okay. <laughs> there, well wow, okay. Alright, Mr. Eisner. Okay, so that's genius. Um it I don't A baffling mess of a
0: film. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that skeleton started to working?
1: Yeah, um yeah, there is it's nominally a sort of high school identity farce, um, but with just occasionally some absolutely bonkers bits of CGI science thrown in. <laughs> some of the least least safe science i've ever seen it's quite exhausting to, to to watch and to talk about so let's stop abruptly and read an email instead folks have sent us some real genuine treasure that's to do with Ooh. brink Ah, oh, amazing so nice. oh brink do you remember we talked about brink oh on, that maybe. wasn't that good remember how coherent uh, brink was yeah remember it, oh, how brink great. had a beginning middle and end yeah kelly has emailed thank you very much kelly who says i appreciate that you mentioned the evd uh, i'm glad that that stuck EVD. by the way evd as a yeah mentioned the evd was in princess diaries but i was sad that you didn't mention that christina vidal who plays gabriella in brink uh was also the band leader maddie in freaky friday with Lindsay lohan um yeah, i have not seen that yeah uh i think she was perpetually typecast says kelly as a bad a and i have to say she deserves it i haven't seen freaky friday with Lindsay lohan but um i will watch it now because yeah because gabriella is great like everyone in brink and eddie thank you very much for sending us this absolute treasure eddie says if you want to see an earlier movie with both brink and val oh my god they were in a 1995 remake of escape to which mountain val is a bully at the orphanage who for some reason loves duck calls he later <laughs> helps brink and 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 who is in this film alongside both of them Elizabeth Moss. Oh wow! From *Handmaid's Tale*. Re- real actor. And Elizabeth Mad Men. Moss. Yes, real actor who, Elizabeth Moss, who was in um,
0: Jordan Peele's *Us*, which yeah. I mentioned earlier. *Top of the Lake*. It all it all links. Here is a clip of that.
1: You promised no more bullying.
2: I wasn't bullying. It's new game. So you made it
1: up. You okay? I, I'm Danny. Do I know you? Little Val, his character. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of a bully, and he sort of picks on brink but comes good in the end and yeah occasionally he'll sort of finish a sentence with a flourish by playing on a little duck call whistle (laughs) like (laughs) that's quite an affectation haha
0: i'm val (laughs) man if Charlie boyle was looking for something to be a bad
1: boy duck call that would have been it (gasps) now that's an affectation oh
0: man what what a great affectation yeah
1: the great thing about it is that on the face of it you'd be like a duck call whistle thing that's not very cool and bad boyish Mm-hmm. But if you did it with enough confidence, you'd be like, oh, I didn't even realise the duck call whistle was was cool and bad boyish. The problem is with me.
2: <laughs>
1: but thank you very much, Eddie. And thank you very much, Kelly, for those emails. That was great. Um, what film are we doing next, Andy? Up, Up and Away. Nice. Which uh, is a 2000 DCOM. I will read you the
0: description now. Yes, please. According to, according to the tags, it's coming of age science fiction comedy fantasy superhero. So <laughs> if you like that. Scott Marshall anxiously awaits his 14th birthday, traditionally the time when superheroes attain full control of their powers. But with the big day less than a week away, Scott shows no sign of special abilities, just when he needs them
1: most. It's an absolutely wild movie about a superhero family. So mm. check it out. That is your homework. Can't, we'll be can't talking wait. about it on the next episode. Okay. I feel like I've been bathed in radiation. So... <laughs>
0: they, yeah. That's the, that's the feeling they were going for with this film. And they achieved it. <laughs> so good job. Good job everyone involved in Genius. <laughs> Do you remember when he threw toxic
1: acid in his face? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> well, clearly Dr. Crickstein has been mutated in some way. Because he gives this wheelchair a sort of casual push. <laughs> And and fires it at 100 miles an hour across the stage.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like the scene from the start of a Spider Man when he does something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rips a door off the wall. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. That was genius. Thanks very much for listening. Go reverse the polarity on your Graviton accelerator. Yeah, watch out. Watch out for the
0: Higgs boson. (laughs) Keep an eye out for it.
1: See you next time, folks.